This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. It's the last stand, and here is your host, Brian Custer. That's right. It is the last, and we bring you the biggest names in sports and entertainment in the sport of boxing, the heavyweight division rules. And one of the biggest names is the former WBC heavyweight champion of the world. He is the bronze bomber. He is Deontay Wilder. D, it's been a while. Welcome back to the last stand. What's going on, brother? How you been? Great, great. Hey, let's jump right into it. October 9th, you finally get right back into the ring with Tyson Fury. What have you been doing uh, differently, uh, let's say, for this fight that maybe you, you you didn't do for the first two? One thing one thing for sure, I got all my, I got all my brothers with me. You know, they, they're all with me full time. And when I have all my brothers with me, it's just, it, you know, magic happens because we, we have that that inner brotherly love that that can't be replaceable. You know, a lot of guys seek this, you know, when they have a union of men come together and you have them all, everybody on, on one accord, everybody on the same page and everybody know how to stay in their own lanes, you know? Sometimes when you get certain people around, you know, people automatically, the terminology is to say you have yes men. But, you know, that's, you know, <laughs> But with with my guys, you know, it's no such it's no such thing as that, you know. Everyone had know their part, and um, like I said, everybody stay in their lane, and it's just love. It's just so much love that man. It's just it, I'm always talking about the the, the that four letter word L O B, and uh, we have it, and that's one thing that I was missing because sometimes you can get so far in your career that you can have people that's right on your nose that get jealous of you. For every reason, you know, we all have, I wouldn't say we all, but some people have their own reasons of why, you know, they envy a person or whatever, whatever the case may be. But I know for sure that I, I have nothing but love and protection, good spirit guys, great energy guys and guys that'll protect me. You know, my guys, they, you know, it's a lot of things that that's been said and a lot of things that will be said, you know, but. I don't listen to a lot of naysay. I don't listen to naysay. I don't read a lot of things and whatever. And most of the time they come back to me with certain things and they all flamed up and stuff. And I always tell people, it ain't me you have to worry about. It's them and everybody else on the outside, you know, because you just never know who's listening and who you're talking to. They may have that, 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 that connection to that person that you're talking to. You don't even know, you know, yeah. even many yeah. people that have said certain things and that person have that connection you know, to me, and, you know, they the one is ready to do whatever it is necessary to protect you or whatever it may be. But uh, in this camp, I just have so much love, man, so much positivity. You know, we've been working super hard. I rededicated myself to this sport, rejuvenated, like I said, re-evented. And, um, and I, I, I owe that all to all my guys, especially uh, bringing Malik Scott on as the head coach, 
And we also have a, a, another trainer, my cut man, which is a very, very smart man in Dunn House. He's been very helpful as well, you know, and uh, it's just been amazing. I can say, Brian, just, just, that's the, that's, if I had to ex ex describe camp in one word, it would be amazing. Well, we've certainly seen these videos that, uh, of you working out. Uh, we've seen you, you know, pumping some, some, uh, lifting some heavy weight. Is it safe to say that in this fight, Deontay Wilder will not only be bigger, but more muscular? Uh, in this fight, I think the first fight you were 212, the second one 231. Will we see a bigger, more muscular Deontay Wilder? To be honest, when I went out, when I went out to fight, I was at 205, 209, 209. And by the end of the fight, I, I, I dropped to 205. You know, I got a high metabolism. And uh, when I sweat, I sweat pounds off. And it's crazy, but. At this point in time, I got a great nutritionist, and um, I got great, great a great doctor that's around me that I talk to every day, that I spend time with every week, and uh, we've got that under control. So you're definitely gonna see a uh, bigger Deontay Wilder, more muscular Deontay Wilder. I'm bench pressing a little over uh, 350 now. Wow. Uh, I did, yeah, I did a video where I stopped at 350, but you know, some certain things just not. To be shown, you know, I show a lot of things on the internet. I know Malik, he show a lot of things, but you know, we don't show it all. We always talk, well, we're not, we're not gonna give them everything. You know, we're gonna let them guess a little bit. We're gonna let them wonder a little bit. And uh, we have fun when we post certain things. And certain things that we post, it probably could have been something old that we done and we just wanted to release it, you know, at that moment in time. So, you know, it's been great all around. You know, all my guys is happy. You know, we are excited about uh, October the 9th and, uh, I think the fans, uh, all the, the fans all over the world should be excited about October the 9th. So, you know, obviously the first fight ends in a draw. Uh, the second fight, uh, he gets the stoppage in the seventh round. Tell everyone why this fight will be different. I mean, this fight is going to be different because you have a different Deontay Wilder. <laughs> you know, all the way around. Mindset, my body-wise, you know, the power was always going to be there. You know, no matter what, you know, that what brought, you know, uh, rightfully, and I think it's safe to say, I, I, I rejuvenated the heavyweight division. I brought it back to life, you know, uh, with me coming, becoming a champion and knocking guys out like I've done it. You know, it definitely revived the, the heavyweight division. And, you know, people come to see, when they come to see heavyweights, we always say they come to see knockouts, point blank, period. They don't care too much about skill and all that. They want to see uh, some will. They want to see, you know, a great fight. And they want to, at the end of the night, they want to see somebody get their head knocked off. Because most likely they got plans to go do something else. And we ain't got time to sit around all day long. And my favorite, <laughs> my favorite quote, Brian, is, you know, these guys have to be perfect for 12 rounds. I don't have to be perfect for two seconds. And that's, it's facts. For we don't get paid for overtime. Um, John Fury, who is Tyson's father, uh, and I'm quoting him, he predicted he will not only, quote, retire you, but he's promising blood and injuries for you. What's your response to that? Hey, I mean, it wouldn't be boxing if I didn't hear so, such beautiful words to explain what's going to happen because I'm looking for something even more brutal than that. So hey, if people want to crucify me over talking about taking lives and all that, then – 
hey, you got to play both fields, baby, because they've said many things about killing me and all that, but you don't hear nothing. But when Deontay Wilder says it, then everybody also always want to take it seriously. Always want to, you know, well, he said, oh, this and this. <laughs> These folks, pitiful, man, you know. But uh, it's many things that John Fury have said. You know, they contradict them. They're probably the biggest contradictors in, in, the, in the history of boxing. One minute, I'm going to kill his son. Or I'm going to hurt his son. The next minute, his son is going to gonna have me in the hospital where he should have killed me the first time and put me, you know, blood, all this and that. It's, it's, it's ping pong with him, with him and his mind. And so, you know, they always contradicting themselves what they say. So you really, you really can't take what they talking about serious. Uh, but one thing for sure, what's inevitable is uh, October the 9th. You know what I mean? And um, that's what's really going to hold the true truth and what's really going to happen. You know, so uh, that what makes this fight so exciting. You know, it's so, you know, any anytime I get into any type of fight, it's going to be excitement because I am excitement, you know, and, and I'm just blessed, man. I'm blessed to be able to be here. I'm blessed to be able to, to, to display my talent, my ability, my God-given power amongst the world. And uh, it's going to be great. I don't take nothing for granted, you know. And uh, I've been working very hard. And it's one thing for sure. He don't want it as bad as I. And I damn sure know he ain't been training as hard as me. So stay tuned, baby. October the 9th is upon us. Um, before that arbitrator had ruled that you had a contractual right to a third fight, you know, Fury had already agreed to this Anthony Joshua fight. At any point, did you have any doubt that this fight would happen? I mean, if you saw me right now, how, I was, how I'm sitting and and uh, got my legs crossed, my, my 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 dogs is done. They looking all pretty and smelling good. You know, you would see that I don't have, I didn't have no worries because uh, what they was talking about, all that signing and Joshua him fight, that was bogus talk. That was never gonna happen. You know, when you have a white paper and black ink to that paper and you sign sign that paper contractually, it's hard to get out of that, Brian. Even the top lawyer in the world can't get you out of that. And um, so with that being said, you know, all that stuff was just propaganda, man. That was never going to happen. And, you know, and you had so many foolish people to believe that, you know, and and if you won, then raise your hand. You are guilty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, I had no worries in that because I knew we had uh, we had great lawyers. And when we made that contract and deal up, that uh, it was signed, sealed, and delivered. You know, that was going to be, that was stamped right there. And uh, we just put that up in the safe. And um, I was good. So I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't have to worry about that situation. You know, it's just a shame that we had to go to court and... Uh, and he had to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to try to run from me. He was running from the tornado, but I was running to it. And that was the difference. And um, and and right was right, and judge ruled what was right, because it was contractual. And uh, that was it, you know, and here we are now. You know, it's been a long journey, over a year, almost two years, you know, and, um, and here we are now, you know, and it's, it feels good to finally be able to to be on the right track and try to get this thing over and done with. I, I, I just want this this page in my book to be turned and 
and the, and this chapter closed, you know, yeah. and um, yeah. looking like we're going to finally get it. What kind of safeguards have you put in place um, to make sure that some of the things you said that happened in this last fight doesn't happen again in this fight? Well, we can't say too much. I don't want to give away too much because I know everyone is listening. Whenever, no matter what platform or where I go, people pay attention and um, they follow along with what I, what I say, whether they agree with it or not. And uh, just know that we got a lot of things lined up. We got a lot of things in place. Um, and, you know, one thing for sure, the world's going to be watching. Your eyes don't lie to you. When you see certain, I can say a lot of things, you know. It's a lot of things I know for facts. <laughs> All I know for facts, you know what I mean? But the eyes, when you see certain images and when you see certain videos and stuff, that's not Photoshopped. That's real. When you see things is bending and folding and going in 90 degree angle, that's not your eyes or your mind playing games for you. That's real. It's just that individual up in you to believe it or not. Like I said, you know, it's just like with OJ, the glove didn't fit. <laughs> but we know what the real was. <laughs> that's, that's well put. That's well put. I like that. <laughs> um, you, know, so, you know, no matter how people may look at it and see, they know what their eyes have seen, and they know that it don't happen in boxing. And it's a, it's shameful that certain people in boxing try to dis, disregard this and try to. And you know what I mean when I say that. But it's okay. God don't make mistakes, baby. I got you. Um. You mentioned this at the top. Listen, you could have picked, you could have worked with any trainer in the world. I know for a fact some of the best trainers uh, in the world told me personally they would have loved to work with you. Um, but you chose uh, your old sparring partner, Malik Scott. Tell us why. What What was it about Malik Scott that you said, yeah, this is going to be my new trainer? I mean, anyone knows me know that I'm, a, I'm an energy being. I go off of the, my energy of fear, whether I meet people, whether I'm going to shake your hand, whether I'm going to talk to you, whether I'm going to go in your establishment, whether I'm going to be around you. You know what I mean? If my energy is not right, I'm not going to deal with you. Not saying that anyone came to me and I felt a certain type of way. Now, let me get that wrong. Some people have came to me. And I did feel that type of way. Let me, you know, I'm, I'm always honest. You know what I mean? Yep. In this sport, yep. I think this sport is so serious. Why would you have to lie in it? You know, I, that's me, though. That's just me. You know what I mean? And um, I've never lied to anyone in this sport about anything. I, I, I can say that I've always been truthful, upfront, straightforward. You know, that's why I'm one of the realists in this game. You know, there have been some people come to me, but my energy is not connected to them to, to, to bring them along. You know what I mean? But with Malik, it was just, with Malik, our bond was already formed. It's already been made. You know, we have a we already had a brotherhood bond, and Malik is a genius when it comes to boxing. That's all this guy know. That's all he's done. You know, ever since he was young and come up, he never had no other type of job but boxing, boxing, boxing. Ever since I've known him, he always film studying something, always talking about boxing or, or different things like that. But the relationship that we have, it's amazing. And the, I mean. It takes some trainers and, and some trainers and fighters a lifetime to just build a bond, a relationship like that. You know what I mean? I've had a trainer that I had no relationship towards him outside of boxing. And even in boxing, it was just in the point of time of 
in the midst of boxing, the short period of time that we had. And that was it. Outside of boxing, it wasn't, you know, no connection. You know, we didn't have nothing. You know what I mean? But with Malik, not only did I have a relationship and a, a true bond, you know, with him outside of boxing, but I also have it inside of boxing as well. And like I said, when you bring that two together, it's like I don't even have to say nothing. He don't have to say nothing, but I understand what he says. I don't have to say nothing, but he understand what I what I'm coming from, you know. And when you have that relationship where you can speak a language without even moving your mouth, it's powerful. You know what I mean? It's very powerful. And with Malik wisdom and knowledge of been boxing, and the relation that the relationship that we have with each other, it was a no brainer. I've been wanting to bring him on a long time ago, but uh, but the positions was filled, and uh, I didn't want to step on anyone's toes. Neither did he want to step on anyone's toes. And uh, so we just let, he came into camp every time I had fights and, you know, he would give his input, input on certain things. And we, it would be, it would be just that. But now, you know, he's fully devoted. He's dedicated and it's an opportunity of a lifetime for him. And um, I'm just so happy to have my brother alone. Someone that truly loves me no matter what, man. Uh, you know, that means so much to have all my brothers with me, man. And uh, <laughs> it's just That's an overwhelming cool. feeling, man. It's something I should have did, I should have done a long time ago. But you know, sometimes you have to go through certain things, and you have to travel down certain paths. And only then, when you know that you have to make certain changes or make certain turns along that path, especially when the road get bumpy, and you need that road to be smooth on the next journey. So what you do instead of paying somebody, you get out and do the work yourself. You smooth that word road out yourself, you know. But when you have true warriors with you, because I won't say that behind me, they with me. I don't feel like I'm bigger and better than none of my guys. You know, we're all together. We're walking together. We're walking this line together, you know. So when you have so many guys that's with you, they will get out of their cars. They will get out. They will stop what they're doing and help you pave that road so you can have a smooth journey the next time you travel. And that's what we're doing right now. And I'm so happy to pre to present and on October the 19th to introduce Deontay Wilder. Wow. Um, what can you say specifically from a boxing sense that he, uh, Malik Scott, has added to your arsenal? I mean, it's nothing that he have added. And Malik will tell you that. It's just the things that he was able to bring out of me that I've already had, <laughs> you know, sometimes you can have certain things, but it takes that special person. It takes that special, special human to bring certain things out of you that you've already had to sharpen it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? To, to allow it to be. And when you do use it to make it to the point where it's permanent to make it to the point where you use it more, you know, and, um, to show you certain ways and in certain situations where you can use it more. And that's what he have done. He brought the, if anybody can bring the best out of me is my brothers. And uh, and Malik brings the best out of me, the ultimate best. And like I said, he would tell you himself. It's just, it ain't nothing that he taught. It's just something that he allowed, he brought out of me that where I'm doing it on a consistent base. You know, where when I'm training and when I'm sparring or anything else that I'm doing pertaining to boxing. And I'm grateful for that. I thought it was interesting. You said uh, towards the, the beginning, Deontay Wilder 
has reinvented himself. In what way? How has is, how is Deontay Wilder reinvented himself? You're going to find out, Brian. October the 9th, you will find out. You will see. I can tell you anything. It's just like the pastor said, you better bring your Bible because I can say anything. You ain't got nothing to read with me. You don't know if I'm telling you the truth or not. So let that ring be our Bible for this Bible study. And on October the 9th, that way you can read right with me what I've been saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned your new assistant, Don House. Uh, he says, and I'm quoting him, that you've been working on your boxing, landing body shots to fury. Uh, how true is that? It's very true, you know. Um, it's been amazing. I, I, that's the key word for me right now. I'm just, uh, I've always been in a great place, even after the last album. I, you know, I, I was in a great place because of the people that I surround myself by every day. You know what I mean? People got to understand that it's very important to structure yourself by around great people. Not just good, but great people. Because sometimes good just ain't enough. You know what I mean? We don't seek to be good. We seek to be great. And when you have great people around you, it's the law of attraction. It'll only attract what you draw. <laughs> And that's what I draw, nothing but greatness around me, you know, because good can let you down. Humans are meant to let you down. But when you have, it's a difference between good humans and great humans. See, when you have good humans, sometimes you can have enemies and hate, enviness and hatred and, and selfishness to, you know, slip through the cracks. And then in the end, it's apologies or I'm sorry. But you can't be sorry because you already knew what you was doing because you had to premeditate on what you was going to do. And then your human body, your mindset took over. But when you have a great human in your corner, no matter what they may be thinking, the action won't, the action won't take place. And most times when you have great human in the body, it ain't even a thought of thinking in my mind what I'm going to do him wrong because I love him. And when you say something that when 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 somebody say that they love you, Brian, that's strong, Brian. I don't take those words for granted. I don't take it lightly. When I say I love you, I love you. And I'll do anything for you. If we go into war, I will protect you. If we're somewhere stranded and you ain't had no food, I will provide for you. And not only you. A great, see, this is what a great human does. Not only a great human provide for you, but he provide for your seed and your seed seed. He will give the shirt off his back and give it to you because he's seen where you was and see how cold you was. So now it's his turn to feel those same, <laughs> come on, man, to feel those same emotions that you felt because now he done had his shirt on and he's warm. So now it's my turn to give it to you and let you cool off and let you warm up a little bit or let you warm up a little bit when you've been cold. And now I'm going to endure your pain. And when you warm up, we can switch back over. That's somebody that loves you, man. <laughs> people, people use that word so loosely and they, they know they don't love you. But that's just sometimes a terminology to say in the midst of certain situations and things. When we meet people, I love you. But don't tell me you love me if you don't really mean it. Because I ain't going to tell you I love you if I don't really mean it. You know? 
And that's just the difference, man. People got to understand. And um, when you know, you know. And, uh, man, it's, it's amazing, bro. Well, I do know this, that this fight was supposed to go down uh, July 24th, got pushed back because Tyson Fury and his team caught COVID. Um, I, I, I saw – I know you've been kind of – What's going on that? <laughs> you've been a little skeptical of that. Uh, do you believe – do you really – do you believe uh, Fury when he says him and his team caught COVID? I mean, let me, let me, let me. Do you believe it? I, you know, I'm, I'm one of those guys. I can only believe what you tell me. So if you tell me you got COVID, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you at your word. Um, but I'm sure you probably have more insight than I do when it comes really? to obviously your opponents in their camp. So I guess that's, that's my question. Do you believe that Tyson Fury and his camp had COVID, and that's why they pushed it back? So, 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 someone can tell you anything, and you will believe what they say. Well, not, I won't, I won't go that. Also, look, look. So they will believe what you, even, although you may have certain facts or may have seen certain things of their character, you know, because character speaks volumes. You know, mm-hmm. certain people are getting judged because of the. The, the 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 color of their skin and stuff. Now that's different to be judged by something that you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Of that person, you just looking at him, and because he is looks a certain way, or, or, or carries him a certain him or herself a certain way, and you want to judge. But when that person have showed their character, not once, not twice. But it's like a snowball effect. And as over time, a snowball can be small, but during the duration of time, as it started to roll, it get bigger and bigger. And when you see that and that person says something, do you believe them? Do you believe them? No, you raised a good point. <laughs> let that, let it, <laughs> you know, so uh, we'll let that marinate a little bit. Um, I, I, I want you to uh, hear what, and I want you, I guess the question is, what did you think of Alexander Usyk's domination of Anthony Joshua? Uh, I'm going to put it like this, Brian. It's a difference between one being made to be or do something than someone being born to be or do something. And I'm gonna let that marinate as well. Wow, um, because you know Usyk cruiserweight comes up, puts on 20 pounds, and was still you know a good 20 pounds smaller than Anthony Joshua, but he just outboxed him, um, landed some big shots, and you know, and listen, late in that fight, he had Joshua against the ropes, and it looked like he was going to take him out. Were you surprised that Usyk? handled Anthony Joshua in that fight? I, I, I wasn't surprised, you know. Um, I mean, I wasn't surprised at all for the simple fact when you go back and look at Ruiz and what he what he did and how he did it, you know, and uh, and you go back into this fight, I consider Usyk a lot better than Ruiz. Uh, he's definitely taller. Um, and... Um, but the thing about it, he's a southpaw. 
that's doing that. And we know for sure Joshua has only, in my knowledge, has fallen on one softball. Because softballs can be tricky, you know, and um, Usyk's a softball, and he, you know, he got good movement as a softball. Uh, I do feel that certain heavyweights that he would have problem with, well, we've seen him, you know, come into fights and have problem with different heavyweights, just like Tim Witherspoon. I think if Tim Witherspoon had a little bit more stamina and uh, was able to, you know, fully train, because I heard he didn't have too much time to train, but have fully trained, and the guy that was, that's been sitting out for that long of a time that he did and come in and did what he did, if he had a little bit more stamina, we probably would have seen a different outing and that fight him coming in and you see Tresora, uh, he did an amazing job as well uh, with him. So uh, we know Usyk, you know, have certain problems with certain heavyweights. But in this division, you have to have a heart of a lion. You have to have the courage and the mindset <laughs> of a beast you have to have, you got to believe that you are the best. You have to go in and say, it ain't about being cocky or arrogant. And that's what people get it wrong in this sport. That's why the percentage of a negative 0.001 percentage of people that will do this and won't do this. And the people that won't, and the, the percentage is way lower than the people that won't do this than the people that will do this because they don't understand boxing. They, they'll never get in a warrior sport like this. But you'll have everybody in the world want to put their opinion, opinions about it or they'll say certain things. Oh, you did this or trainer or he don't have no skills. He don't do this, 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 this. But they would never, ever get off of their couch. They would never, ever get off of their computers. They would never, ever be able to get, would never, ever get in there and do what you did. Not even on your worst night would they be able to accomplish. Not even just the smallest goals that you accomplish in boxing would they ever be able to do it because they're cowards. And it takes a certain mindset to be able to do this on a certain type of level. You feel me? To yeah, be able yeah. to know that this is all I got, but when I go back to my corner, I'm going to have to bring out some more. When I'm already tired, I'm so tired that it feel like I'm about to die if I breathe one more, one more time. But something in you have to replace that fear. <laughs> and you just have to dig deep. And you got to say, I don't care what it takes. I'm going to die in the ring. And that is not, a, that is not something, a, a, a expression that, 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 oh man, it's so hard to explain when you're trying to explain. I try to break it so down that a child can understand when you're dealing with a sport like this, man. When well, you say why I'm going to die in the ring, when a person says that, that's what they mean. And when you're not in it and you're not brave enough to do this, then you won't understand that terminology of what that person mean by that. Yeah. Throw that damn towel in. I'm going to die doing this. And that's what it is. And when you're willing to die for what you do, then it ain't no job, baby. It's not. And people have to respect that and understand. That's why when I say when I fight... If your stomach can't digest what your eyes is about to see, please don't watch. Please, 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 because this is a warrior sport for me. I don't play around with this. This sport right here, 
ain't no other sport like this. There's no other sports that had that have had as many deaths, if any sport that have any death like boxing. No matter what, your twelve your head is not meant to be hit for twelve rounds with gloves. And sometimes people take the padding out and put things in it and plaster on their hands and shit and try to tell put some type of PD in that body to do certain things and shit. And people accept that, man. This is already dangerous, bro. It's already dangerous. And you gotta understand the mindset of a warrior. Then not a then a casual fan. Or someone that's sitting out there, an expert that think they know what they're talking about when they really don't. I've been in the sport for 25, 50, your 50 years ain't got shit to do with you being able to actually have experience one or two years or just a couple of seconds of experience in that ring to actually really feel and understand what they're really about. It's a good point. No, it's a good point. It's a good point. The, the, the reason why I asked you about Joshua and you know, does Joshua have that type of warrior spirit? Because obviously after the fight, he was asked about your you guys' fight. And he said, listen, quote, I just felt like Deontay Wilder is a formidable ex-champion, has a chance to come back, but I just knew that when he gets to the top level, it would be difficult because it's one thing getting there, it's another thing staying there. We've seen in some, some of his fights, it's been difficult for him. Then he lands his punch and he's been victorious. But I've always believed that when you go to war, you can't have just one weapon in your arsenal, which was his right hand. That was his quote uh, when they asked him about you two fighting. At the end of the day, Brian, I go down in history. It's only been six fighters in the history of fighters have defended that title 10 times. I've done it for 10, 10, 10 defensive titles for five years. So don't tell me about going to a next level and having a, a weapon that you need more than one weapon to do so because with that being said I've already debunked that situation that case no matter what people may say I've debunked that I'm amongst the elites you know what I'm saying I top Muhammad Ali in his second reign with what if you want to say one weapon I guarantee you none of my sparring partners that ever come down to count with me will tell you will tell you differently I guarantee you that <laughs> especially in this camp where I've broken ribs and and dropped so many of them that had some snoring and saying and and, and 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 talking in their sleep. They wouldn't tell you that. So you know, that's the thing about boxing. Styles make fights, and that's just the, that's just the end of it, man. Yeah. You can you know a person can look up on another person and say this and say that or whatever, whatever. But can you? Do can you defend it against him when you get in front of him? And the only way you can find out is get in that ring with him. And if you don't get in that ring with him, that's just you just talk. That's it. And that's all it will ever be. The talk and then talk become dust. And then dust vanished. And then you no longer see a fight that could have been a great fight and everyone could have made a lot of fucking money. Cause now, you know. First, his point was, you know, it's not about the fight. It's not about the man. It's about the belts. I guess it's about the man and not the belts now since he's on the opposite side of the grass. Hmm. Let that marinate. <laughs> um, last time we had a discussion, you know, you, you said, hey, Tyson Fury, one of the biggest cheats in boxing. You still feel that way? You're damn right. Damn right. Come on, man. 
look at his rap sheet. I, 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 I challenge anyone to go and search him and look him up and look at all his rap sheets from all the cheating, from the gloves to the boar meat <laughs> to, to, to all the PDs and all that different things that he's done. You know, I dare him to go challenge and go look up the history to contradictions and all that. Go go do it. Go do the research yourself. I dare someone to go do that. And then they only then will you find your own answer to the question. You know, we all have we all are subject to our own opinion, but sometimes we have to do our own homework to really see the truth behind certain people. So go, I, I, I challenge people to go do their, their research, you know, because they, they you know, pre, people crucify someone that's, I would say, a nun in this sport. I, I say a lot of shit, and I mean it. Before it's me putting drugs in my body or something that I don't supposed to be eating or something that make my body do what it don't supposed to do, you'll never find Deontay cheating. Not in this, you'll never, not in nothing. I don't believe in cheating, man. I don't. I just don't. And that's why people tried to close me up in this sport because there's so many fighters that's doing it. So many fighters that's doing it. Some of them probably don't want to do it, but they feel like the other opponent is doing it and they just want a fair shake. So they going to do it because they see, oh, they're getting away with this shit. And if I hear one more motherfucker talking about the commissioners and, and the inspectors check, then I'm going to slap them. I'm going to have my lawyer right there too, but I'm going to slap them. <laughs> because that's man, that's a, you know that's a lie, bro. That's a lie. A lot of these guys is just office depots workers, home loads, you know, grocery store or whatever you want to call it. They don't understand or know certain things. They don't. They just doing a job, bro. And that's just it. It ain't nothing me just downplaying them. It's telling the truth. They don't understand certain things. That's been out of. That's been times where fighters have putting their gloves on hitting the wall. And you see a commissioner, you'll see an inspector right there, they ain't saying shit. Because they don't know it ain't doing no damage or nothing. They probably think that motherfucker crazy. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. They don't they don't understand. And in the history of boxing, there's never been a commissioner or inspector call anyone of any sort or any race cheating. And that's facts. It's only have been the trainers and the fighters. That's it. So if the commissioners and all that see certain things, why is that such a big fat? Let that marinate. And I'm going to sip this. <laughs> Listen, you've certainly been outspoken about a couple things. Number one, you say the best fighters aren't fighting the best. And obviously, guys getting popped for PEDs. Why do you think this is happening? I want it to happen. The higher power that be is allowing these things to happen. Brian, we're talking about a sport that that is ran by this. And they can't tell me because I'd have been in situations. I ain't going to say no names. I would never rat on anyone or whatever. But I've been in a position where money could be slid for me under the table and shit like that. I don't get down like that, bro. I don't. I don't. That's why they want me out of this sport. They want to close me up and shut me up and shit. But I'm going to tell the truth. I'm not gonna speak no names or nothing like that, but I'm a, I'm a, a enlightened and shit because I've been done wrong, and wow. and then they tried to bury me in the casket. You know what I'm and saying? It, 
It was it they, was, was, was someone trying to take make you take a dive or 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 no, having never, no, your opponent take a dive? No, no, oh. it, it's never been the point where somebody tried to pay me to take a dive. No, I, oh, okay. no, I can't say that. Is it? It's probably been a point where if I fought a particular person and they knew that I would beat that person, they wanted to give me money to promote the next fight hmm. or something like that. So there've never been no dives or or anything like that. You know what I mean? But certain things exist in boxing. It's money yeah. driven. Point blank and period. And I always say is is money, it's politic, and it's a racist sport. Period. Period. And that's just what it is, man. That's just what we deal with in this sport. But I love it though. I love this sport because it, it have made a poor man a rich man. A wealthy man. And it can make a poor or it can make a rich wealthy man poor. Just like that. So it go vice versa and it's it just it's a, it's a time where you love it or you don't. Either you can handle and deal with what comes with it or you can't. All these different sports have certain things that goes on in it. And it's just whether if you can deal with it or not. That's just what it is. And that just is what it is, man. Uh, you know, Deontay, for a number of people who watch and listen to this podcast, we let them submit questions. I just got a few of them here for you. Uh, this one comes from Twitter. It says, Deontay, what are you going to wear for this fight? <laughs> Just you, uh, oh, just you wait, just you wait, just you. Are wait. you going to have another one of the costumes, or just are you, you just? Just you wait, just you wait. That's that's stay, stay. Buy a ticket just to see what I'm gonna wear. You're right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Click that pay per view button just to see what Deontay Wilder is gonna wear. <laughs> You're right. You know I mean? Trust me, I love it. Other people will do it. There you go. Um, this this one from Twitter it says, "What do you think about the Jake Paul movement in boxing?" I mean, you know, if people paying their hard-earned money to see entertainment, because that's what it is, is entertainment. You know, I know, I know the cruel truth is that certain fighters spend a lifetime try to, trying to make a dollar in this sport. When you have so many promoters and maybe managers and they get fucked up deals and stuff like that, that they never get to the point of seeing certain things. I know certain fighters that way, and they still complain to this day about certain things and it's heartbreaking when you when you come from a struggle and you use boxing as an outlet to try to gain wealth and to provide for your family that's why a lot of these guys cheat because they want that win they don't care about the punishment they want that win to to, to try to better themselves or to get to the next level and stuff although it's wrong i don't condone in it but you know that's what happens and when you see YouTuber guys or, or, or inspired fighters that want to fight or whatever people may call them, you know what I mean? I'm going off of what people say or calling them, whatever they want to call themselves. When 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 certain fighters or whatever see that, it upsets them, you know, because they really is in this sport. They're really doing it. They really, uh, you know, put their blood, sweat, and tears in this. You know what I mean? They're really coming out of the trenches, coming out of the dirt, the mud. And when they see somebody that looked a little bit more privileged and in this and able to have, you know, so many people tune in and stuff like that, man, that I can I can I I, I can only imagine. I I can't I can't say I feel the same pain that they feel because I'm established. I've made millions upon millions upon millions of dollars and I invested very well. I'm you know 
you know, I don't get in my business a lot, but I'm I'm a very happy person at this point in time. I told my daughter when she was one years old, the daddy's gonna be able to support her beyond her belief. And boy, did I ever do that. Not only yeah, that, yeah, yeah. it allowed me to have eight more children. And I want four more to put, get a give a king give a king twelve, but I don't think my queen trying to give it to me. <laughs> I'm gonna have to tear that body up. Girl, you better give me, <laughs> give me twelve. Goddamn. Oh, you uh, crazy, man. You know, but uh, you know, for me, it's different. I'm on, I'm 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 viewing it different because my oh, position yeah. is different, Brian. Right. Right. I'm a stab, like I said, I'm established. Yeah. I'm, I'm, my my position is different, so I'm all about a person making their money. And like I said, if someone want to pay their hard earned money to, to see entertainment, then you can't stop people from from doing that. Yeah. And you know, to me, optimistic about it, it it brings it brings you know, uh, since those guys have chose boxing. To bring to do that, it brings a little bit of enlightenment to boxing because you may have fans that's fans of certain guys that haven't been fans of boxing because they're in the sport that allows them to become fans. You know what I mean? Or to look up certain fighters or to see certain things that they probably wasn't interested in because of their favorite YouTuber or whatever is involved. Allow them. So you know you got to look at it all aspects of it. And I'm a very optimistic person. That's how I look at it. And, um, and and certain things. So, you know, I, I say, you know, keep doing what you're doing. You know, yeah, yeah, they've been doing a damn great job from from what I've been seeing. And and uh, if it's paying the bills and they're putting money in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the pocket for generational wealth, then, hey, you know, uh, if no weapon can form against you, nothing should, you know, you know what the saying goes, no weapon, no weapon form against me should prosper. Exactly. So continue to keep doing what you're doing, man. That's what I say. Uh, Robina Wills from Twitter asks, Deontay, if you get beaten by Tyson Fury, are you? Will you retire or will you continue fighting? Don't bring that negative talk this way. What's his name? <laughs> Robina Wills. Robina Wills from Italy. Do not bring that here, man. It ain't no if. It ain't. He's not beating me at all. Not at all. But, Brian, repeat the question again. Yeah, it just said, it says, if you get beaten by Tyson Fury again, <laughs> will you retire or will you keep fighting? I'm, I'm going to keep fighting, man. You know, I'm on a goal. I'm on a mission. There will be one champion, one face, one name, and he go by the name of Deontay Wilder. I was gonna say you you all you always said that one face <laughs> one name you used to always say that absolutely. You know, uh, here's another one. To... I'm an energy person though as well, yeah. Brian. You know, like I said, I've done great in my career, and with my uh, with my finances, you know. Uh, truth be told, I really don't have to box again in my life. You know, what I mean, because of my lifestyle, the way I choose to live my life, and how smart I've been, and, and having to having so many amazing people around me, man, you know, I can truly say that. A lot of people, you know, can't say that. And if they can't say that, some people probably be lying. But, I, you know, I've always been honest, and I can say that, you know. And it also, you know, it deals with a lot of things to be able to to, to come to sport and, and to do it and to be able to get the money and just put it away. I've always been a great saver. Uh, and um, I've always watched my father save, you know, and uh, I've done that. And, and I got a great team behind me, financial team as well. And um, and uh, we stick with the game plans of what we do. 
but I'm an energy person. So I think I'm gonna quit this sport when when I feel that energy, like when I say, all right, it's time, you know, I can feel it, you know, which is getting close, whether I'm still, whether I'm still in the sport winning or not, like I, I can feel it getting close of uh, retirement anyway. I can feel it, like I'm, I'm I feel like I wanna, cause there's a lot of things that I wanna do outside of boxing. And um, there's a lot of things that I'm getting into. I'm very talented in a lot of different things that, that I, I don't share with the world. You know, uh, only time people see me is when I'm boxing. Uh, that's the only time I express myself certain time when I'm promoting something or when I'm boxing. As you can see on my, in on my social media, and most of the time I'm just on, on Instagram, you know. I only deal with just Instagram most of the time. And uh, as you can see, most of my posts always come when I'm finna get ready to fight. You feel right. me? I'm, you know what yep. I'm saying? And that's always that ain't that's always been me. After boxing, I go MIA. I disappear. You don't really hear of me. You don't really hear from me. And that that's just me. Like I'm a private person. I'm very like closed in. I don't trust easily. I you know, my energy don't connect with other humans like that. Like I'm a and I'm a great person. And it's sad that people only have to see me when I'm uh, promoting a fight, they have to see the grime, grimy person. They have to see the guy that talk crazy and and certain things for promoting fights and stuff. Although this is my feelings, this is what I'm feeling at this time. People don't understand how you go months and months and months, and you trying to get your mind. I mean, it ain't trying. You going months, and your mind is meditating on this particular person. And they and you 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 pounding and hitting everything that's in sight. You hitting the miss. You're hitting the speed bag. You're fucking hitting the heavy bag. Your jump work roping for one particular person. That's combat. So that's like premeditation of hurting someone. What do you think you're gonna say? You ain't gonna be it ain't gonna be nothing nice. And anything anytime some of these fighters say certain nice things, either they're number they're just really scared or they hold back from saying something that they really don't wanna say, but they worry about what others may say. Or think of them. See, Deontay Wilder don't get down. I don't care what you say about me. <laughs> I really don't. And that's don't a great care. place to be in. You know what I mean? And it, 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 it give me my sanity. It give me my peace, Brian. Because I ain't got the time to be worrying about what somebody think about me or what they're saying or all this. When I look around and I think things over, all of my good days, I'll weigh my bad days and I... I won't complain. <laughs> Come on now. We'd have found another talent out of Deontay <laughs> Wilder. <laughs> I ain't going to complain, baby. Uh, another one from Twitter says, oh, this is on the opposite spectrum. Will you consider fighting the winner of the Usyk-Anthony Joshua rematch right after your win over Fury, or will you do some other smaller fights before that? Yeah, I mean – Certain, well, he could be a new, new to boxing, or he could be new, or he or she, whoever asking that question, could be new to me. But anybody knows me knows. I know my true fans. I already know the answer. You feel me? But anybody that knows Wilder knows. I'm seeking one champion, one face, one name, and the faster I can get that, the faster I can retire and get the hell out of here. How, how are we are we talking about how close are we talking a year or two away? 
for what retiring? Yeah. I mean, I got to unify the division first. Right. Got it. You know what I mean? It. Then got we can have those conversations after. Got it. But you know, got as it. far 